You are listening to the Daily Treasure Podcast, produced by Sharon Betters and Mark Inc. Ministries. I'm your narrator, Roberta Dosa. We continue with our What She Said series today with Barbara Thompson, our guest writer. Today's devotional is called A Woman's Obituary. Today's treasure, truly I say to you, wherever this gospel is proclaimed in the whole world, what she has done will also be told in memory of her. Matthew 26, 13. How do you want to be remembered? If you scan obituaries, there are some common themes for women, mentioning roles as wife, mother, grandmother, and a profession. There may be mention of service to church and community. Sometimes the person is referred to as the most fanatical sports enthusiast of a certain team or a hobby. Several years ago, David Brooks, writing in the New York Times, referenced eulogy virtues versus resume virtues. How I want to be remembered is a frequent thought in this season of life. It is especially poignant as I write my parents' eulogies. I regret we never had a conversation about how they wanted to be remembered. Let's consider the story of a woman with these thoughts in mind. In Matthew 26 and Mark 14, we read that two days before Passover, Jesus was at the home of Simon the leper for a meal. A woman came up to him and breaking a flask of very expensive ointment, known as nard, she poured it on the head of Jesus. The disciples grumbled and accused her of waste since the ointment represented about a year's wages. They justified their criticism by saying the nard could have been sold and the money given to the poor. But Jesus challenged them, saying, The woman has done a beautiful thing for me, and prepared him for burial. He reminded them they could take care of the poor at any time, and then he told them the remarkable truth of how this unnamed woman would be remembered. Truly, I say to you, wherever this gospel is proclaimed in the whole world, what she has done will also be told in memory of her. Matthew 26, 13. Once again, we read very specific details of her story. Jesus was in Bethany where his friend Lazarus had been raised from the dead. He was at the home of Simon the leper, and we are reminded of the radical nature of his relationship with the outcast. Most significant, it is two days before Passover and his crucifixion. The woman is unnamed, but remembered for her extravagance in the presence of an accusation of wastefulness. And Jesus memorializes an unnamed woman for what she has done. This woman's story is that she anointed the Passover lamb. For centuries, the Israelites had certified the Passover lamb by identifying it, bringing it home, and anointing it several times. The woman in this story has anointed the Lamb of God, unblemished and prepared for his once-for-all sacrifice on a cross. We remember a sister in Christ. The Lord used her extravagance to prepare the perfect Lamb of God who came to take away the sins of the world. 
the Lord reclined at dinner with Simon the leper, Judas, and the self-righteous disciples. Her extravagance pointed to the extravagant death. Jesus would die in just two days. I would like to know more about her. Did she know that Jesus was to die and be buried? What was the rest of her story that brought her to this risky place? Where did she go after anointing Jesus' head? What did people think of her? How is she remembered millennia later? And that is the end of the story. She is remembered as we proclaim the old, old story of the truth that the perfect Lamb of God lived sinlessly, was crucified, dead, and buried. And that he lives. Every time we tell the story, it's in memory of her and you and me and all those who are called to the table where Jesus reclines. Jesus memorializes the Last Supper, saying, Do this in remembrance of me. He memorializes a woman's extravagance, saying how she will be remembered whenever the gospel is told. Lord, thank you for your extravagant grace in living, dying, and living again for sinners. And thank you for the story of this woman who shows your perfection and sacrifice. We praise you, Lamb of God, who takes away the sins of the world. Your story. Often one story can dominate how we are remembered. Is the story you have been writing one of those stories? If so, is this how you want to be remembered? If not, rewrite your story with how you want to be remembered in mind. Friends, thanks so much for joining us for week three of the What She Said series with Barbara Thompson as our guest writer. We're so grateful to our guest writers, and we know how much you enjoy them. So I want you to encourage those that you know to check us out. Check out the devotionals, share the devotionals, review the devotionals, leave a rating, whatever you can do to help spread the word as we know God's word is being shared in these devotionals. Before we close out, I want to remind you that this is the 30th anniversary of Mark Inc. Ministries, and we are going to be celebrating all year long with special events and special surprises. So I hope that you'll keep your eyes open for those surprises. One event that I hope you will be able to take advantage of if you are local to us is the Ben Fuller concert that we are having on May 11th. Ben Fuller's story, his testimony, is such a perfect match for Mark Inc. Ministries, and his music tells a tale of incredible redemption. So you can go to helpandhopenow.org. That's helpandhopenow.org. Check out the details for the concert. It's on May 11th, which just so happens to be our son Mark's birthday. And for those of you who have been around a while, you know that Mark Inc. Ministries is named after him and stands for Making Abundant Riches Known in the Name of Christ. So for our 30th anniversary, our first big event is going to be the Ben Fuller Concert. Go to helpandhopenow.org where you can learn more. I'm Sharon Betters. Thanks so much for joining us, and I look forward to being with you tomorrow.